How's it going, everybody? Welcome to episode number one of the Uncommon Coaches podcast. Uncommon Coaches is a group that's dedicated to recognizing and maximizing our individual platforms of leadership. Our group has people from all different kinds of backgrounds, professions, and most importantly, different perspectives. Together, we strive to help each other to face the challenges of leadership. We're trying to work as a group to improve ourselves so that we can better serve others. The point of this podcast is to share and challenge our perspectives of leadership with other people. The main idea of the group is not to focus on being right, but rather on working together to get it right. With that being said, uh, we'll go ahead and introduce ourselves. I am one of your co-hosts. My name is Levi Wenrick. I am the basketball coach at Castaic High School and also the uh, director of Strive Basketball. I am a, a father and a husband and uh, just out here trying to recognize what my platforms are and, and how I can better serve them. I'm here with my co-host, Barry Schwartz. Barry, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself? Hey, what's going on, everybody? So my name is Barry Schwartz, uh, also a co-host here. Super excited to start this podcast. It's been a, it's been a, a battle to kind of get it up and running, but we've, we're, we're here. It's good to feel. So my background is uh, I've just been in business for too long. I'm 30 years old and I've been grinding away since I've been like 16 years old. Um, so my background scopes from managing people of, of a staff of over 300 people down to startup companies of five, six people. Um, range from retail sales to insurance to finance. So it's been a long scope of business. Levi and I met way back in the day at about 12 years old or so playing basketball together. So our background comes from uh, from learning what is a good coach and what's a bad coach, if you could say. Uh, so my scope here is to is to kind of give the other side of the perspective here is to help uh, you out there who's trying to work your way up or become a new manager and how you can overcome certain things and, and help other people uh, to be better. And in doing so, you'll be helping yourself. So that's that's kind of my point of view on this this podcast here is to help you become the whole person that you want to be. Appreciate that, Barry. Uh, you guys will find out that Barry's a man of many talents. <laughs> but the... Uh, the real reason we're here is this is something that we're going to do on our own. Uh, we're striving to figure out how we can be better versions of, of ourselves as leaders and, and how we can maximize our opportunities. And what we found that's extremely valuable is bringing other people into that mix and just hearing different experiences and perspectives and, and having our ideas challenged and criticized and kind of refined. Um, so for me personally, as a, as a coach, I have a huge respect for the platform of leadership. Um, and the main reason is that this. Kids, at the end of the day, they choose to be a part of your program. Okay, If you're a coach at any age or any level, kids don't have to play for you. But they, at some point, they decide to. And that doesn't mean that they're going to like and enjoy every single practice or everything you have to say. But at the end of the day, they are deciding to be there. And because they make that choice, they're in an open mindset to be more receptive to whatever message that your staff is sharing. 
as a young athlete and as a kid, you don't get very many choices. Your freedom is, is very limited. So the few choices you have, like who you're going to play for, what sport, what activity, what club or organization, you really value that choice because it's, it's one of the few you get. So as coaches, we have to understand that we have the opportunity to develop a lot more than just the player. We get a chance to work with the person. And as any of us coaches that are washed up former athletes like myself know, you're not always going to be a player. But every single day you wake up, you're always a person. And that's why the person is much more valuable. So we should spend more time investing into that. Um, I'm here personally because I want to tackle that challenge. I want to figure out how to do that better and get advice from people that have far more experience and knowledge than I do in, uh, in doing so. The challenge for coaches, and, and Barry will talk to this as a, as a business leader, but the challenge for coaches is that while that sounds good and I know that the, the person is always more valuable than the player, there's a lot of outside influences that constantly put pressure on coaches and they remind you what they truly value. And unfortunately, even though they don't mean harm, what outside forces generally value is material success. And by material success, I mean the wins, league titles, playing time, individual statistics, roles. Material success like that is what's valued by outside forces. And as a coach, your challenge is that you have to be able to quiet those voices to embrace and take that pressure on and still invest in your athletes as people first. So I'm here because I'm trying to learn how to tackle that challenge. Uh, Barry, can you speak to the challenge of managing your team? And, and obviously at the end of the day, you have to provide and, and come through on the numbers. But is there something more that you're after? Well, you know, before we started this, we Levi and I found like there was a, a bunch of common areas where athletes and, and that mindset and coaching and everything really carried over into the business world. Um, you know, a lot of the times it's it's in an old school traditional format. It's like, hey, you're you're not up to par with what you're doing. You're cut. I can move on to somebody else. And from my perception, what we've done is we're I, I have a very difficult time firing somebody or, or just letting them go. I want to develop that whole person. So whether whether they they get to a point where they think they can go and lead other people, then that's what I'm looking to do. I want them to go on their own and be the whole person they can and be successful. So I think there's a lot of common ground between where coaches are coming from, where business leaders are coming from, and just trying to develop a person. We see a lot of differences in how it used to be done. And something that I've, I've really followed is that tradition on stuff, tradition on different things has been a hindrance into how we can perform in the future. We've got a different set of, of people entering the workforce. You've got a different set of kids coming through your program than ever before. Um, so with us and with you as a listener, we've got to change the way we were raised in a sense and how can we adapt to helping this generation and future generations evolve into um, the success that we want them to be and that we need them to be? So I agree with you, man. There, there's a lot of a lot of stuff that we can 
we can do and kind of move forward and help to grow that person into a whole and complete person. Yeah, great point. I think that, you know, the challenge as as a business leader or as a coach is you're absolutely hired to provide results, right? In one way or another, there are certain deadlines that have to be met and goals financially or, or win or loss record wise that need to be met. Uh, so that's absolutely part of the job and, and there's no reason to shy away from that. But what we're after is that there's more than that. You know, the opportunity that's in front of us with our platforms is much greater than just providing the numbers or providing wins. There's an opportunity there to, to help reach these people that we get to work with. And so what we're asking from you guys who are listening in is that we're asking you to join us in this, this challenge. We're asking you to join us in our search for how to better ourselves by offering your perspectives, your, your experiences, good or bad. Uh, so many times as a coach, you think back to your experiences as a player, you know, where you uh, had success, where you struggled, where you able, were able to lead your team, where you failed them and let them down. Uh, these are all things that kind of come through your mind and help shape your coaching philosophy, your leadership philosophy. And uh, there's just a lot of opportunity for us to help young athletes, young people, young players to avoid some of the mistakes that we made and help them at the end of the day surpass where we, where we were able to get to. Um, exactly. I mean, there's a great quote that I, I – I always hear and it's it's people don't leave bad jobs they leave bad bosses so and that that happens over accumulation of time so you may not even realize that somebody you're managing or somebody you're coaching um, is in their mind they're turned off to the company they're turned off to the the team and as a boss or a coach you're dude you're completely like looking past that you're just looking at this kid or this person saying hey man pick up your stuff let's go like perform without reflecting on yourself. So um, with that, you know, we've got to be more in tune with our people and more in tune with our players, more in tune with our employees to help them uh, maximize who they are. And sometimes that's what, that's what you were saying is sometimes they just, you know, they leave, they don't have to be here. They don't have to be a part of it. So why are they here? Right. And as, as leaders, you've got to be the reason why for them. So I kind of want to segue us into into one of the topics that we wanted to discuss today, and Levi had brought up a a great um, uh, podcast or a great uh, YouTube video from TED Talk. Right? Go ahead and kind of explain it a little bit. Yes, yeah, so absolutely. So in one of our first group meetings, we broke down a TED Talk by Coach Joe Erman, and uh, he's one of my favorite coaches to study. He, he's wrote an amazing book called Inside Out Coaching. Um, the TED Talk was titled, Be a Man. And he starts off by explaining a powerful statement. He says, if we can change the definition of these three words, we can change the world. And while that seems you know, crazy and out there, he, he makes a pretty good argument. He explains how through sports, especially youth sports, there's a transfer of values. And what we teach young men, what's valued in society. And so he has come up with what he believes are the three myths of masculinity. And he calls them the ball field, the bedroom, and the billfold. Meaning that young men are taught 
whether on purpose or by accident, but they are taught that what it means to be a man is how athletic and strong you are, how, uh, how much sexual, sexual conquest you have, and how much money you make. Through the ball field, the bedroom, and the billfold, that's where you, your value lies. That's where you can judge if you've been a success, if your life is worth anything. And this is what we send to them, that these signs, these three things, this is how you get fulfillment in life. This is what life is about. This is what it means to be a man. And the unfortunate thing is that it obviously leads to an inevitable letdown because none of these avenues can completely bring fulfillment. You can enjoy these avenues, you can have a lot of fun with these avenues, but at the end of the day, you will not feel, there's no amount of those three things that'll make you feel completely fulfilled or at peace in life. And so, Joe Ehrman makes a great argument that we're leading and setting our young athletes up for failure because they're going to learn these lessons the hard way down the road. So he came up with a new definition of masculinity and it's very simple, but I think it's powerful. He said there's two things that it takes to be a man. And it's two things that life is about, whether it's a strong man or a strong woman. There's two things that we have to focus on. Number one is relationships. He says that life is about relationships. It's about learning to love and to be loved, to be able to have those relationships and that it's okay to love somebody else. To show love does not show weakness, it shows strength. And the second thing he says is it's about a commitment to a cause which is just a commitment to helping, them make, to helping to make the world a better place, no matter how big or small, you know, just a commitment to a cause is something you believe in. And uh, that new definition really sat home with me because I just, I can relate to that as a young man and young athlete, um, you know, back in the day, you feel that pressure. You, you feel the urge to go after those three things, right? The, the ball field, the bedroom, and the billfold. We're kind of taught through you know, media and examples and anything else you want to you want to bring up that those are the three things we should go after, right? <laughs> those are the three things that like that mean something that are valuable. Everybody wants them, so I guess I should want them too. And so for me to have that kind of broken down is you're going to learn lessons one way or the other. If we can reach young athletes and teach them a true version of masculinity, what it really means to be a man is about caring about other people and about having a relate and having a commitment to making your your world a better place. You're going to save a lot of people future pain and letdowns and and just suffering and, and help put them on a the right track, hopefully. Um, but what are your thoughts on that? Well, I mean, look, man, I I I you know, it, when I was growing up, when I was a kid, there was a whole thing, don't stop crying, right? Stop, don't show emotion, stop crying. And as I progressed through my athletic, feeble career. <laughs> uh, the legend of Barry. The Schwartz. legend of Barry, right? No, um, <laughs> that, that was always a topic. You would see coaches grab kids saying like, why are you crying? Stop, you know, stop it, blah, blah, blah. You would have locker room talk if you will, like, hey, who, who are you getting with? Oh, man, you're such a dog. You know, that kind of stuff would flourish, and people would get appreciated for stuff like that. Now in the real world, it all of a sudden it becomes about money, right? It becomes about money, and, and we've got this whole thing about influencers and how much influence you can put on somebody else. And these are all, you know, you can use these things to positive, negative things to some degree, but in reality, 
the topic that we're talking about is is what is success, right? What is what does it mean to be successful, and what does it mean for somebody who is a young man, a young woman, and and what gives them fulfillment in life? Um, I ask my employees from time to time, what what does success mean to them? And I'll get a whole scope of of you know, I, I want to drive a Ferrari, man. I just want to have a big house and a Ferrari. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. Who am I to say what is successful, right? Um, something that I've learned over time is that success isn't a one-size-fits-all type deal. I think that when we're dealing with younger adults and young children, that we need to change the scope. And this is what John kind of brings to light, is that we need to change the scope on how we are crafting these young people. And getting them prepared for real world stuff. Um, when he's talking about, he's talking about, uh, you know, how many notches in your belt, right? I mean, how many right. Levi? How many times did, did has that been brought up to you from college, high school? I mean, just the whole scope, even in the real world, just how often that is, and to to be a womanizer or anything like that, uh, in your heart, it's it's just not right, right? I mean, I I find that. Having a true connection with somebody, having a true relationship is more valuable than anything in between. Um, but who am I to say that that's right or wrong, right? Um, Bury the love. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Um, so one of the topics that I, I want to kind of turn us to is, is Levi, for you and, and dealing with children, dealing with athletes and coaching these people, where do you, in your mindset, where do you think success should be for the team? Is yeah. it is it we got to win championships and at all cost or is it you know I'm going to take this kid who's got possibly a bad um, life at home and how can I change his mind his or her mindset into becoming you know a, a fully capable person of society right yeah no that's that's a great question and so I mean from a basketball standpoint I've been really lucky because. I've got to work with some great coaches, and I've had some some great leaders and mentors in my life, uh, and obviously starting with my parents. And so I had a better start than than most out there, no question about it. Um, but one of the biggest advantages I had as a coach is right when I started getting into coaching, uh, me and Leah, we had we had our first child. So we had Abe. And so right away, once Abe was born, you look at your players as your kids anyways, like these are my guys, you know, I want to take care of them, I want to help them. But once you have children, it hits you that these players are somebody's children. You know, like the way I love Abe, somebody else loves these kids like that. And so you want to nurture them and, and lead them with like from a totally different perspective. And of course we want to win. Like, you know, I'm as competitive as anybody. I want, I want to put Foothill League titles on the wall. I want to go chase CIF championships. I want to go make state runs. I want players to play at the next level. Yes, like of course we want to win. You, we owe it to ourselves. We owe it to our school, to our opponents, and to our supporters, and to the game of basketball to play to win. There's no question. But if that's the end goal, man, it, like what a missed opportunity. If the end goal is just to win, it's we're we're here to maximize our platforms, right? Right. And, and there's just no way you could tell me that the maximize the the platform of basketball or just coaching is to win, right? You know. 
So do we support celebrate wins? Absolutely. Is that is that one of our goals? Yes. But the end game is the same. And so what helped me is, and this was part of uh, Joe Ehrman's book actually, what helped me is that he, he helps you define a coaching purpose. And everybody's is a little bit different. But it's, it's just something that you want to read on a little index card, use it as a bookmark or whatever. But it's just like a, a two or three sentence deal that is why you do what you do, right? Your purpose. And so if I do this, I'm successful. That's like, so how do I jot that down, right? How do I know? So for me, the way I've tried to, and it's always changing, but the way I try to simplify it is I coach to help other players start on the path where they're going to reach their potential as both player and person. I coach to let other players know that somebody out there believes in them and that if they are, if they can find the courage to believe in themselves, to push towards their goals, they can accomplish them. Absolutely. And so for me, I try to, again, the outside pressure, right? The challenges of leading, the challenges of coaching. I have to constantly reassess myself and, and say, okay, yes, I'm pushing them as a player every day, but am I investing in them as a person? And so for me, the way that, the, the true way that I can gauge if I'm successful is when my players are done playing basketball, when they can no longer identify themselves as a player, do they still feel self-worth? Do they still have, do they understand that their value did not come from them as a basketball player? Do they understand that their true value comes from who they are as a person? And it's hard. It's hard for athletes, man. Like when I, you know, I, I was lucky enough to play at a small, small level in college and, and got to play for four more years. And I loved every bit of it. But once that ends, I mean, you identify yourself as an athlete or a basketball. I was never athletic, but as a basketball player <laughs> for a large part of your life. And all of a sudden, one day, it's just, boom, it's done. Right. And so there's a risk there where because players who, who love the game so much and invest so much time and energy and effort into it, and all of a sudden it's just gone one day, what we try to get through to our players is that the game has so much to teach you about life beyond basketball. The habits you're building as a basketball player, you might not go out and get jump shots up every week once you're done and being retired, <laughs> but you're learning successful habits that are gonna help you down the road as a husband, as a dad, as a coworker, as a friend, as a mentor, these are skills that you can learn for the rest of your life. Right. And so that's where your value comes from. You're bury the player, I'm sorry, bury the person brings value to bury the player. It's right. the person you are that helps the player, not the other way around. And so that's truly how we try to gauge ourselves as a coaching staff is if we're starting to kind of paint that picture. And it's tough because at this age, you know, high school basketball is everything to these guys. They've spent so much time to just to make the roster. These games mean a lot to them. And it's hard to look that far in the future when you're 15 to 18 years old. It's tough, right? Yeah. I mean, we were, yeah. I, I was the same exact way. And so, uh, but if we can start planting that seed to let them know that there's life beyond basketball and you have a lot to bring to it. You know, you have a lot of value to bring as the person you are. Basketball is just something cool that you do. That's how we try to gauge success. I mean, in terms of like an actual team and season, Wooden's version of success, his definition of 
every year the goal is the same. I'm, we're here to chase our team's potential. We talk about that all the time because the truth is that some years you're going to have talent and some years you're not going to have talent. But if the focus every single year is on, hey, how do we reach our potential as a group, as a family this season? Well, the wins that you're capable of, you're going to get. And even some that maybe you shouldn't have got, you're going to earn. Right. Right. And so that's the focus every year because we all have different skill sets and abilities. But all I want for my guys is just to be able to chase their potential as a person, first and foremost, which will carry over as a player. Right. You know what I'm saying? So that's how we gauge success. Um, I know that's really broad and I'm rambling, but like that's if we can get that through to our players. I believe we're successful. Well, and I think, you know, for those of you listening, I mean, if, if you're in sports or you're not in sports, you're in the you're in the workforce, take a lot of what Levi just said and kind of break it down and apply it to, to yourself and your your what you're currently doing. You know, I think having someone like you out there kind of crafting kids for us and getting them prepared for the real world um, is few. You know, I mean, I can go back and look at my coaches and break down – some of the things that we thought was success, right? You know, screaming at me, uh, yelling at me, calling me names. You know, come on, you, come on, Barry, hustle, blah blah blah. You know, and 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 not really focusing on me as as an individual, but focusing as like, pick up your stuff and let's go, dude. What are you doing, right? There, and I think in our lives right now, and as you, our listeners, as you're kind of going through your day to day operation and you're seeing stuff happen around you, you can see what's a good coach and what's a bad coach, right? I mean, you can feel that. You've had bad coaches. You've had bad teachers. Everyone has had that. You've had someone who thought they were inspiring you, but in reality they were just making you hate the team or hate the aspect and want to get out. So they weren't speaking to you per se. So something that I like to break down with people is is finding – you know, just a common area of what is successful and and what it what is success. And and for me, dealing with uh, life and dealing with ups and downs and roller coasters of, of this this life, man, I gotta say. Uh, woo, it's a it's a Barry, doozy. <laughs> Barry lives a wild life, guys. <laughs> no, no, I'm not at all. Not at all, not at all. But as you get to know us more, you'll you'll start to hear some stuff. Um, I think number one no matter who you are, we got to, success comes from how healthy you are, mentally and physically. Uh, you've got to look at yourself and, and get yourself and your mind right. And it's tough. It's probably one of the hardest things you can do because there's a lot of temptation out there to kind of go off. So I'm talking about, uh, you know, dealing with stress, right? Stress is one of the, the biggest killers, they say. Stress is one of the... Monster killers, and as a as a student, as a you know, you've got to study, 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 and pass this test, and all the pressures of doing your finals and all that stuff ah, from high school to college, and then you get out of college and and you're you're in the workforce and you have no idea what you're doing, right? So now you're dealing with the stress, and now you've got you've got Instagram and Facebook, all these different platforms that are telling you how you should be, right? How you what you should what level you should be, and there's a there's some interesting stuff out there, like Gary Vee, if you've ever heard of him. He's he's telling you, hey, don't go to college. Uh, you know, forget hanging out with the Joneses or, or keeping up with the Joneses. Those kind of talks, which is all valid. 
right? That's all all good stuff because I, I believe in some of that stuff. Not all the stuff he says, but most of it. Um, but to some level, you've got to get your mind right and get that that level of healthiness. And how do you do that? How do you how do you do that? You've got to you've got to be willing to open up to different criticisms, and you've got to be willing to to be coached, right? It's tough to to cross that level. Um, how do you deal with your stress? For you and I, we talked over a cup of coffee, or actually it wasn't coffee, it was a protein shake at a gym. <laughs> about, about Barry lives a life of fitness, guys. <laughs> yeah. Barry so, lives a life of fitness. All, all 3,000 pounds of me. Um, <laughs> you know, you've, you've just got to be able to, to get that physical activity, walk around, uh, eat right, and, and think clean. Another level of what I think being successful can mean is uh, security. Right, we all go through life, and it's probably a big stressor for you is how secure you are, uh, is financially secure, how how your family's secure, how your team is secure. So, security to me is is being able to to one look yourself in the mirror and, and have a goal and have a focus and be able to use your energy to maximize who you want to be. Um, I know as being a failed athlete <laughs> that that my focus was all over the place, especially at the at the time in high school. I wasn't focusing on being an athlete. I was focusing on on just other stuff, kind of the stuff John Herman was talking about because that's what I thought was important. And as you grow older, you realize it's not so much about that. It's about helping others. Uh, go for it, Levi. Yeah, and that's, you know, and – Look, me and you were lucky, right? We we met we met some great women, and they uh, they took us in and they they smacked us around and, and helped us get through some tough times. Yeah. But uh, we're we're lucky. We're 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 very fortunate to have the families we have to come from the families we do. Um, and it was really, as you get older, you realize it was that support system that was able to guide you through some of these potential tough times. And so I think to kind of wrap up what we're talking about here, the big opportunity we have from a leadership standpoint, whether you're a coach or a business leader or a mentor of any kind, is that it can be about more than just what we are doing that day. It can be about the person. It could be more than the the game of basketball. It can be about helping this person far beyond the time when they hang up their jersey. Um, and look, no one's got things figured out, right? I mean, a hundred percent me less than anybody, but the idea of just reshaping that idea of what it means to be a man of what it means to be successful. If we can start teaching these ideas to young kids early, it's going to save them a lot of grief down the road. And I think as leaders in any capacity it's something that has to be in the back of our minds something that has to be really at the front of our philosophy of how do we prepare them for more than just this game um so i you know it we're we're getting short on time here but we appreciate you guys listening and we're just asking that you guys would join us as we're trying to search for these answers so you know i apologize we don't have any answers for you but we're searching for them and we'd ask that you would uh, you would help us in this search and and uh, give us any experiences or feedback that you may have. Yeah, and if if 
you want to be part of our show or part of our podcast, um, you can reach out to us. Levi, I think you've got the contact info. Yeah, we'll get the contact info out for everybody. Um, it'll be on our social, and uh, and we'll put it in some links in the uh, in the podcast as well. Perfect. So be a, be a lookout for the link to to John Ehrman's uh, speech. Yeah, uh, we think it's extremely valuable. Man, female, it it doesn't matter. Um, anything that, stuff that comes from what this guy says is is pretty pretty relevant in any industry in any background. So. You know, take a look at it and, and give us what you think. You know, we're we're here. We're an open book. We're we're not the gurus of life, but we're we're here with you, trying to figure it out. So please reach out to us. We're here to help. And stay tuned for our next episode. Thanks for listening, guys. Thank you.